What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of this podcast. Happy Tuesday, everybody. This is an exciting time of the year. School is wrapping up quite soon. Things are moving fast. The yeah. end is in sight. And like, I'm excited. Really in sight. It's so close because this is released May 2nd. So happy May. Um, and like I think most college students are done like May 14th. Like, I don't know, like we're done soon. Um, praise God. But guys, before we get into our episode, I have some awesome, really exciting news to share. Let's um, talk about this summer. Why don't let's we? Let's talk about this summer. Sophie and I um sat down last week and we mentioned it in the episode of the fact that we spent like actually so long planning for the summer this was Um, like calculus level for us it was literally so hard we were counting on our fingers we were doing multiplication and division (laughs) like it was hard but like we figured out this summer schedule and it's looking stacked it's looking awesome get ready we're releasing episodes every other week whoop whoop Woohoo! <laughs> that sounded so forced. Um, no, but the reason we are doing this, um, as y'all know, we release episodes every week right now, and eventually we will return to every week, assuming that it is still within the Lord's will and still obedient and still where we feel feel called and led. Um, all of that pushing aside. This summer, I have the opportunity to work full summer at Pine Cove, which I'm so excited for and so stoked for. Um, and we like sat down. Originally, we were going to pre-record the same exact way that we did for last summer when I, because I was originally just second half. Like I had five weeks at camp, um, which was going to be awesome, and I was so excited for it. And then they called me last week and offered me full summer, which I think is obedient, and like I'm even more excited and more stoked than I could possibly imagine. Um, but that does put us on more of a time crunch considering in three weeks from today, I will be at camp for the following 12 weeks, um, which is yeah, insane. And in order to steward this podcast and this gift, well, we do not want to sacrifice the quality of our episodes. We don't want to sacrifice the integrity of these episodes. And we want to like ensure that it is something that we're doing out of love and obedience and not out of just like, oh, well, we post every single week without fail. So let's continue to do that. And let's like really shorter episodes and let's just like record as much as we can like that is not honoring and stewarding this podcast well so decided that we'll do every other week so that we can continue to love and pour out wholeheartedly like the entire intention and purpose of this podcast is to strive and like encourage y'all to strive to live in wholehearted surrender of like lord this is entirely yours like let me take my name out of this and like if this is a pride, like a pride issue or pride check of like, I want to release episodes every single Tuesday, then like that is yours. And like, let this be in your hands. And like, we are surrendering this to you. And so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we also didn't want to release episodes every week um, and say things and just like quickly record them without thinking through our words, uh, because there can be a lot of pressure when we pre-record to record as much as possible but we didn't want like Addie was saying that to get in the way of what we were saying because that's ultimately the most important so we believe every other week is the way that we can still encourage you guys still talk about God without just recording randomly if that makes sense 
yeah for sure like with remaining intentional um and like genuinely caring and meaning the words that we say in these episodes because we love this podcast and we love you guys like wholeheartedly and genuinely like it's like weird to say that but it's like i genuinely care about every single person that listens to this episode and like we pray for you guys and we love you guys and care for y'all um so i want to make sure that we are like pouring out in a way that is honoring to the lord and is obedient and not gonna like misguide or shepherd y'all what like incorrectly or not well for lack of better words um but that said every other week from now on until august or around august we will be releasing episodes so every other tuesday you'll see i'm sure we'll post on the instagram when we can doing whatever works um but every other week we are going to be talking to y'all get this excited week. you guys like get excited because that means every other week is like a party week and then the other weeks you get to rest and talk about what you listened to in last week's episode and wait in anticipation exactly <laughs> just how you're called to wait for the lord <laughs> amen and we're called to stand against the enemy <laughs> mm, mm, how do you do that sophie let's talk about that but i feel like I feel like that that is too much to cover in just one episode. Mm. So we decided we would do a series on it. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Um, welcome to the Armor of God series, everybody. We're yes. happy to be here. Turn your Bibles to Ephesians 6 if you're not already there. If you're not already there, get there now. Because <laughs> I'm about to read 10, eight, eight verses from Ephesians 6. Um. I'm going to read them. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, starting in verse 10, says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. That's Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And in case you didn't catch it, he's telling us to stand firm against the devil's schemes, which is a really like hefty, heavy call, if I say so myself. But not only does he call us to do this, he equips us, which is so awesome. And he tells us exactly how to do so. Um, so we're going to break up this series, taking two spiritual um, armor pieces. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Two pieces of spiritual armor at, at a time. I'm going to talk about the breastplate. Nope. Sophie's going to talk about the breastplate of righteousness. I'm going to talk about the belt of truth. At the very beginning, it says, stand therefore. Um, and I think a really good point that I'm reading Enduring Word. Enduring Word is like my go-to commentary. Um, so just to read that for you. It says we can only stand when we are equipped with the armor God has given us in Jesus Christ. Each aspect, oh gosh, each aspect of this symbolic armor answers to a specific dynamic within the Christian life that enables us to stand against spiritual attack. Um I think that's like a just a really important point of like we can only stand firm when we are using these tools that the Lord has given us and like equipped us with. And if we're not using them, 
then like we should not even be expecting to stand firm so it's like if you're ever in a season of life where you're like dang i just am falling into temptation time after time after time and i'm falling into this and this and this and i can't stand firm and i don't know what's going on and i just feel so far from the lord it's like well are you using what the lord has given you and what the lord has equipped you with in the way that it is intended to be used um so the first one is the belt of truth um and it's symbolically represented as a belt i think something that's really cool about the armor of god is that each one of them is intentionally placed like it's armor like if you think about the olden days like these are like romans that are fighting each other and like running at each other with horses and spears and stuff i don't actually really know i'm not a big history person but like that's what i imagine it's like this armor like there is intention in each design of armor like if you wear a breastplate it is for a specific purpose a helmet serves a different person purpose a belt serves a different purpose um, and the belt is something that protects the abdomen and gathers up our garments so that we can fight effectively. I think that's something that's like absolutely massive is like this belt of truth, like is something that allows us to fight effectively. Like a belt, like may not seem like the most important part of armor by any means, but like, I would argue that if it's not the most important, it's one of the most important in that, like, if we are not fighting effectively then like what is the point of fighting because you're just gonna get hurt you're just gonna fail to stand firm um which i don't know i just think like it should be the foundation and like without it you cannot fight effectively i think something that is special about this belt of truth is like it's mentioned first it is the first thing that is mentioned in the entirety of the passage of armor um like before protecting the head before protecting the heart this belt is mentioned and like in that it is a foundation to be built on um the belt of truth this is what sonic uh not sonic light enduring word says it says the belt of truth puts on biblical beliefs of the christian as a whole what other passages call the faith many people believe that the church will never go forward until it takes off this belt but that is completely wrong this is the part of armor to have which is a foundation to live upon at all time or or our understanding of and confidence in the basic doctrines of the faith um like before you go into battle you have to be fully equipped and fully prepared otherwise like it will lead to you being hurt otherwise it will lead to you falling and not standing firm and if you are not going into this world equipped and protected then like it would be so insane for you to expect success and like expect furthering of the kingdom and like them mentioning the belt of truth first i think just places me in this state of like dang like do I know what I'm saying like if I were to get on this podcast like I there are times where I've gotten on this podcast and I'm like I don't know what I'm saying and like therefore like we're gonna scratch this episode or therefore like you're gonna cut that out and like I'm not gonna speak on that because I don't feel like that was from the Lord and like one of our most sincere prayers is that any words that are not from the Lord just fall on deaf ears and like that is something that I think is huge and like massive because we don't want to like again mislead y'all and like not shepherd y'all well um but also just like in conversation i think oftentimes especially in society nowadays i see people stepping into these conversations that they are just like not like equipped to be having and i'm not saying that like you should wait to share the gospel like literally do not hear me say that because that is not what i'm saying like you should be going out and sharing the gospel and like the lord will use sloppy gospel presentations in order to further his kingdom and like 
we are not going to stand in the way. And like another prayer that I think is huge is like, Lord, get me out of the way of this and like use me in ways that I cannot expect. Um, Like, I think that is so huge. And I think that is so critical, but like entering into conversations that are like conflict in nature, like conflictive. I don't know if that's a word. I don't know. I just think like there are a lot of times on campus at AM that people will be like holding signs and it's like, I'm an atheist. Convince me I'm wrong or something like that. And like, I'll see people like go into these conversations and they are just like not loving them well. And they are not reflecting the gospel well and they are not doing this and this and this. And like, it is just very, very clear to me that like they do not know the doctrine and they do not know the character of the Lord and they do not know how they are called to be having these conversations. And like, that takes growth in time and it's like not me casting like condemnation on them by any means because like I don't think I am equipped to have those conversations yet or like I don't think it is always wise for me to enter those conversations I think it takes discernment and it takes intentionality and like Karen like genuinely praying over it but I do think there are times where I'm like man like if you were just wearing this belt of truth and like going up with it in that mind of like this is the truth this is the gospel that our entire faith is based off of like that god created this world and it was perfect and it was beautiful and then humanity ruined it and there was the fall and sin entered the world and we were separated from christ yet god loved us so much and while we were still sinners he sent his one and only son to live a perfect life that we could not attain to then bear the weight of all of our sin and all of our shame and all of our guilt and death as a whole and died on that cross for us but then didn't stay dead and instead rose up three days later conquering sin and death just so that we could be in relationship again with him and that we could be in heaven through confessing with our mouth and professing that he is the king of the earth and king of heaven and son of god um and just like that we are unable to attain that by ourselves like that is the truth that our entire faith is based off of and that is the truth that like this world needs to hear and like if you're not walking into conversations and if you're not living this life with that truth in mind of like oh my gosh like yes these people are lost in sin and yes these people like need hope and need to hear about the lord but like so do you like so do i every single day like let the gospel like be written on the frontlets of my eyes like let this penetrate every thought that i have in a way that like is unfathomable like genuinely having that as my foundation before i put on anything else like what Sophie's about to talk about is the breastplate of righteousness and like before I even put on a breastplate of righteousness before I even tried to clothe myself in righteousness like I have to know the truth that like I am nothing like genuinely deserving of nothing I am sin and I am dead in that but like because of Christ and because of what God did on the cross that is what the Lord sees me as um so just like knowing that truth I think is absolutely massive but that's the first piece of armor to stand firm yeah definitely um like Addie was saying you can't start with anything until you know the truth until you are reminded of the truth um of the gospel and what that means the whole Ephesians 6 passage has been something that has really been on my mind a lot this semester it's on my little wall I printed it out in the biggest font I could get with all of it on one page so I could read it easily um and something that I did was I highlighted each of the spiritual armors um 
And I think that each one, like Addie was saying, is meaningful and it's special and it has a lot to unpack. Um, but I think something that you is super important to remember is something that um, my pastor told us when we went through Ephesians 6 is that if you don't know that you're in battle, then you're already losing. And that is something that really was convicting this semester a lot is that how many times am I like, wow, I am so anxious right now. And, or I'm falling into this temptation and it's like, I'm in this, I don't even know that I'm in the battle. So I'm losing already. So I think step one is remembering that you are in a battle and then knowing who you're in battle against. Um, not giving who you're battling against any power, but knowing who you're battling against, knowing your enemy, um, knowing what tactics he uses is like already half the battle is already like the starting point. So knowing that at the beginning, it says you put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. We know that our enemy is not against people, but it's against the devil, against the enemy and um, the schemes that he uses to try to destroy us, to try to distract us to try to take away our joy, to try to cause doubts, to all the different tactics that he has and all the different um, ways where we can stumble in our faith. So I think that knowing that you're in a battle is half the battle um, and knowing who you're battling against is also super important. And so going into knowing what the spiritual armors are, knowing, okay, this is to help me fight against the enemy. And if you if you don't know that you're in a fight, then you're probably going to lose. It's like, if you don't know that someone's going to fight you, then you're not going to be prepared. And so Paul is writing this to let us know to prepare, to get ready, to stand against, to stand in the power of Christ, to prepare us for um, the, the battle. Um, and like Addie was saying, we don't have to battle without any kind of weapons or any kind of armor. Um, and so that's where all of this cool stuff comes in the breastplate of breastplate of righteousness is a really cool one i think it's really cool that it's second um the verse says having put on the breastplate of righteousness that's all it really gives us and i was like oh okay let's see that's a lot to unpack but there's also like it kind of is pretty simple but i think oftentimes we can skip over this one um but there's a lot a lot of cool stuff there I looked up just the definition of what righteousness was because I feel like that this is a big word. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is one where we talk about it in church a lot, but we don't really ever really define it. So if you just look up on Google, it's righteousness is the quality of being morally right or justifiable. So I think that in using this in Christian terms now, um, Jesus makes us righteous. Um, he justifies us through his blood, through what he did on the cross for us like we were just talking about. And so through this righteousness that wasn't that we didn't deserve, we didn't earn, we were freely given, we can put on this breastplate. And something really cool about the breastplate in like times where people soldiers would use this is that it protects all of the vital organs. That it protects the heart, it protects like anything that's vital it's going to protect you. And so this is second because it's super important because a soldier wouldn't go in battle without this. This is like the main thing that you want to have on is this breastplate. 
And so it's really cool that righteousness is associated with the breastplate because all of this armor is given to us by God. And I think that this is a really cool way to see that because our righteousness is not our own. Um, And so we can't put on a breastplate of righteousness like without the help of Jesus because if I tried to put on the breastplate of pride, you know, that's not going to work. The righteousness of Jesus um, is something that is freely given. It's something that I don't deserve, but has been given to me. Um, and so I think that the right, the breastplate is a really great defense. It's a really great thing to have. Um, and especially against the schemes of the enemy, because that it protects the heart and the heart. We know Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all vid- vigilance from for from it flows the spring of life. So clearly we need something there to protect it because um, our heart is like the it's the center. And if the enemy is going to get in that and is going to cause us to, to sin, to cause temptation, then we need to really be protecting something that is super vital to our walk with the Lord. And that the Bible says from it flows the spring of life. Like that that's a pretty big deal. So I think that the breastplate of righteousness, oftentimes I would just like skip over it. But I think if you stop and think about it, there's a lot there. And it's like very vital to faith, to fighting. Um, And I think that the enemy would love to get like to get through to fight. And so I think knowing, okay, I have um, been made new by Jesus, by the blood of Jesus and that um the devil schemes have no power over me. Um, and I have been made righteous because of Jesus. I think that is so powerful. And the enemy doesn't want us to know that. And the enemy doesn't want us to have the breastplate of righteousness. He wants us to just kind of remain in this like clueless zone. Like we don't know that we have these spiritual um, armor. But I think that this is super important to know to go into battle. So yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with all of that. I think what you said towards the really like the very beginning of what you were saying was so good and just like worthy of rewinding and listening to again, I think, of just like if you don't know that you're fighting a battle, like you have already lost. Um and we are under constant attack and like being aware of that and preparing ourselves well. Like we should always be equipped with this. And like that is why the Lord has given it to us. Um, but that's all I have to say. I'm gonna pray. And then we'll close out. But Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for the opportunity to get to be on this podcast and steward it well. Lord, I thank you for what you have given us. I pray um, over all of the listeners that are listening to this, that this is um, either a convicting or an encouraging message for them, Lord, that you have given them the necessary tools to equip them to fight well, Lord. And if we um, are diligent in equipping ourselves with these tools that you have given us, then like we are unable to fall into temptation and we are able to stand firm in you because of what you have done for us and not because of anything that we have been able to do for ourselves lord you are kind and good in this scene in many ways um and it's in your tons of my prayer amen amen thank you guys so much for listening this week we hope this is encouraging and we hope that you guys have enjoyed the first part of our series stay tuned for the next couple of weeks as we continue in this series we're so excited to keep talking about the armor of god um we have an instagram that you should go follow if you haven't it's our heart surrendered yeah that's it sorry i was about to say our email but that's just the instagram so go follow that go look over there it's always fun over there 
you always get some life updates. And we also have an email that's ourheartcentered at gmail.com if you need prayer or just want to chat or have any suggestions. We would love to hear from you. We have a blog that you could go check out if you're feeling so called. Um, there's probably there well, there are tons of different topics and ideas on there. So go ahead and check that out. And if you want to leave a rating and a review, I would love that. I would personally be so excited if you did that. So if you want to make me excited, go leave a rating and review. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening and let's drive to live in wholehearted surrender this week. <laughs>